Hello and good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters and the Lord, of course, it's your brother, Pastor Chidu Jacob, and I'm here this morning that we may begin to share this week's episode of our everyday ongoing fellowship with the world. Father, we are deeply, deeply, deeply grateful. Thank you for the healing of our hearts. Thank you for the transformation of our bodies. Thank you for breaking down and removing every bondage, every covering, everything that has stopped us. Thank you for freeing us from every deception. Thank you for introducing us to this eternal life. Thank you because, Lord, we are now living in the reality of this eternal life in every aspect of our life, soul, spirit, and body. Thank you because the one in us is now manifesting in greater and mightier ways in our life, overcoming every challenge and every difficulty. We give you all of the praise and glory because you deserve it. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings. Thank you for your gift of righteousness. Thank you for filling us with your spirit. Thank you for taking us by your hand and guiding us on this journey. Thank you because, Lord, we will continue to dwell in abundance, having all things, having sufficiency of all things at all times. And everyone listening to me this morning is abounding to good and mighty works. For the reason which you have saved us, which you have created and saved us anew in Christ, that we may do the good works for which you have designed us for. We are doing it and we give you thanks. Thank you, Father, King of glory, because from my life, and from the life of every brother and sister listening this morning, your glory will show forth. Men will see us and see your name and see your righteousness and see your power, your wisdom, your, your, your nature, your kindness and everything. Thank you, Father, because indeed we are light of this world and salt to this earth. We give you all of the praise and all of the glory. And this morning, Lord... My heart is open. Our heart is open. I pray, Lord, for anybody this morning who is struggling with anything, that their hearts are open this morning to hear what the Spirit has to say to us. Thank you so much, precious Daddy. The day is blessed. The week is blessed. Thank you because we are fruitful. We are anointed. Thank you because we are holy. We are righteous. You have made us perfect in you. Nothing. Who is he that can curse who God has blessed? We are the blessed of the Lord. We give you the praise and we give you the glory. We exhort you, Father. And everyone who prayed with me this morning will join in faith and say aloud, Amen and Amen and Amen. Let me begin this morning, friends, by saying this to you, that your being is your being. Let me say that again. Your being, that means what is in you is what produces your being. That means you are living your outward experience. I'm just using looking for another phrase to tell you the same thing I've been telling you. So, beloved brothers and sisters, wisdom, spiritual wisdom, divine wisdom demands that when things aren't going right, when things look off point, don't look outside. Begin from where? Inside. Let me say that again. Divine revelation, divine wisdom demands that when things are not in place outside, when things aren't going the way you think they should go, or you see yourself, you know, going from one bad experience to another bad experience, one challenge to another challenge, take a breather and look because you are being, you are being, you are being who you are, what you are, 
is your being that is what is manifesting outside to change your being is to change your being to change your being is to change your being and how do we do that we allow the holy spirit of god he comes in with the truth and begin to replace all the lies that have stopped us beloved i was just thinking about it this morning and it's overwhelming the things the Holy Spirit said to me are very simple, but they are very profound. They are very groundbreaking truths. They are not complicated. They are not difficult to understand, but they are groundbreaking truths. For example, some weeks ago, I began saying to you because my eye just popped open. It's like, look, the truth about my life and your life is that in reality, none of us have truly experienced unconditional love. None of us have. None of us have ever, we have never tasted what it means to be loved without expectation. To be loved without condemnation. To be loved without being judged. To be loved where is the love is just unconditional. No, many of us listening to me this morning, we have, we have never experienced that in our lives. And it's okay. We're not saying this so that we become angry at people or at the people who raised us. Because the truth is that they too are also deficient of the love. Why? Because that love can only come from God. God, the Father, is the only source of true Incorrupt, incorruptible, unconditional love. Man in his fallen state, being ruled by good and evil, is incapable of giving unconditional love. And that is what our heart seeks, right? We want to be accepted, right? We are not saying we are perfect. We are not saying we don't need correction. But we don't want to be judged because judgment puts us into condemnation. Right? Like I've said over and over, but even when we claim to love in our own flesh, in our own way, in Adam's way, we love for our own sake. The people who say they love us ends up judging us, ends up condemning us, ends up sometimes hurting us, both physically, mentally, right? It happens. The same person who says, I love you, I want to be with you, I want to spend the rest of my life with you, you are the apple of my eyes, the sugar in my tea, and all that looks that suddenly, now the person now becomes a source of pain. Why? Again, beloved, no one can give what they do not have. And this is why, right? Okay, now, now we went to church where we should have learned the unconditional love of God. Instead of that, we learned the opposite. We now saw a God that was even more terrible to deal with. In fact, dealing with human, human beings is even easier to deal with him, right? Because human beings, I mean, if you did, um, you know, uh, four things right and maybe got one wrong, they may be able to say, okay, you know, the guy is good, except that, you know, you hear people say, oh, this guy is good though, but except in this aspect this one now that was introduced to us is the one if you did 99.9 percent .9 right and just off 0.1 percent now now he's angry he's about to kill you so the source of our unconditional love now became the source of judgment the sets the source of condemnation the source of guilt and 
we it is impossible for us to come to our full potential until our hearts experience unconditional love beloved this is very critical why because it forms us from inside that love goes us there to make us feel valuable to make us feel appreciated to make us feel complete and full to make us have that experience that overcomes fear inside of us that overcomes our the love that overcomes our anxiety now imagine you're in a relationship with someone you love but you are you know but you are afraid because it's based on performance the love they have for you is because you're performing well you're doing everything well you know and the moment you don't do it well now they are angry they are frustrated and they start to say words that injure your spirit that's what i'm telling you and don't forget listen beloved i'm not saying this so that we start judging and condemning everybody jesus looked at the world and he says like oh look he didn't get angry at them he said look they are sheep without shepherd don't forget the person who is doing this and oftentimes we too do the same thing in other ways just because humanity the totality of humanity is deficient of unconditional love we can sing about love we can dance about love we can read poems about love we can you know build houses that have the shape of love but if you don't get it you can give it it's as simple as that and, and so this is very crucial that is why friend i said to you that because we can be born again right we are born again and this is something the lord continues to open my eyes yes we can be born again we are full we are complete right but deep down inside our mind right our strongholds that has been built over because of the things that we lacked this is why the apostle paul begins to say we should draw closer to the holy spirit not closer that his father will know he's in us but that drawing closer is with the open heart and and that's and what i'm talking about now is second corinthians um chapter three where we read last sunday we draw closer to the holy spirit why so that he starts to replace the lies in us with the truth so that our being is whole so that our being is also wholesome let me say that again when we give our heart to the Holy Spirit, He takes away the hurts, right? He takes away the pains. He takes away all the... There are things that happen to us that we can never explain. Remember, everything I'm still saying is still in the context of relationships, right? And so, because if we get this right, right, then we can relate both with man, both with God, both with nature, both with other things, according as Christ did. Praise God. Amen and amen. Let me read the scripture this morning. It's in the book of Acts of Apostles, chapter number 17, verse number 28. Acts of Apostles, chapter 17, verse number 28. And this is where Paul was quoting, um, you know, poets. This statement Paul made here was a statement they used to worship Zeus. Zeus, you know, what they called God at that time. You know, Zeus, right? That's where this statement was taken. But remember where Paul used this. Paul was in their midst. He was trying to tell them, this thing you are ascribing to this, your God that have, you know, that is made of gold and silver is actually the reality of who we are, who we are in God. Again, don't forget that this is why today 
I'm I even I'm less offended at whatever everybody calls religion. You know why? Because history now tells us that people have been doing the same thing. They've been searching for God. And then so they called different names. They made images. They made modes. The only thing Brother Paul said to them is that God looked away. But now he's commanding every man to repent. Because he has made himself known in Christ. Praise God. The scripture said, For in him we live and move and exist. The other translation says, For in him we move and we have our being. We have our being. That means we have our nature. We have our identity. It is in him. Don't forget, beloved, we cannot be born again and be holding on to the same thing that has hurt us. I know you don't. You may not understand. And that's why I say to you sometimes, all you have to do, because if I start to tell you now that everything that is going on here comes from where you're coming from, you may not be able to, there are people who will remember. There may not be, there may be those who will never be able to remember. But if you remember better, if you don't remember, okay. But because what we need is not the remembrance, is the healing. Is the healing that repairs you completely, wholly, solely, right? Praise God. And so it says, for in him, that means in God, we live. And in him, we move. Okay? In him, we live. In him, we move. Don't forget about that. We are not moving according to tradition. We are not moving according to our own experience. We are not moving to the dictates of the culture, nor religion. No, for in him, that's where we live in him. And then we move in him and exist. Of course, I'm reading from the Amplified Bible this morning. That is, it says, in him, we actually have our being. B-E-I-N-G. Being as in identity. Being as in nature. This identity, this being is responsible for our being. Being I'm talking about now is living out the being, living out who we are, right? My thoughts, my imaginations, my calculations, everything that I do comes from who I am, the being. That's why we tell people, you see those affirmations, those declarations that we ask people to do, you have no idea how much it's healing you because they have said that you are nothing. But now, with your own mouth, you are confessing and declaring that you are something, that you are somebody. You may have not been loved or shown love, but now you have the power to change that. When you say, I am love, I am lovable, I am loving, I am beloved, right? You are, li li listen to me, the Holy Spirit is using your mouth to heal yourself. You may not say that. And by, you may say that today and buy a Mercedes tomorrow, glory to Jesus. But you may say that and don't buy a Mercedes tomorrow, glory to Jesus. But let me tell you, you are being healed from within you. Now, when Apostle Paul said that, remember he was quoting them. He was quoting them because he was aware of the culture. He said, yeah, let me just read the entire verse 28. For in him we live and move and exist. In bracket, that is in him we actually have our being. Even as even some of your own poets have said, for we are also, for we also are his children. Don't forget, they were attributing this phrase to Zeus, right? 
But Brother Paul come and skim and say, eh, eh, no, that's not where it goes because Zeus is a, is, is a function of your imagination. Because actually the truth is that in God, in God, right? In God, we live and we move and we exist and we have our being, B-E-I-N-G. Friend, again, I have said this many times and this morning I came looking for another way to tell you the same thing. Maybe this may sound a little more poetic. It may sound a little bit like a rhyme. It's okay. I'm trying to help you remember that your being is your being. Your being, who you are, is what you are. And so when things are not adding up, and this thing I'm telling you, you know why? The, I know why the Holy Spirit keeps repeating this. Because this thing I'm telling you sometimes is the most difficult thing for people to do. Especially those who think they know God. Especially those who think they know what the Bible says. This is the most difficult thing for them to do. They talk, I know the truth. But sir, the truth is supposed to change your being. If it changes your being, then it will change your being. That means it changes your living experience. It changes the things that happen around you. So if your being is not in conformity with the picture you have in Christ, then you know that there are some things inside of you, some strongholds that must be broken. The only way you do that is first to accept the truth. Don't blame lack of uh, petrol. Don't blame lack of electricity. Don't get me wrong. I don't make less out of those challenges. Those are those are challenges. But don't forget the countries where electricity have never been seized for 50 years. They still have depressed people. They still have people who commit suicide. They still have poor people. They still have armed robbers. They still have people who... Who don't even want to live at all at all so so I, i'm not saying electricity is not important but i'm just trying to tell you that even in the midst of 24 hours electricity if your being is corrupted you have a corrupt existence if your being is angry anger will follow you everywhere you go if your being is hurt hurt will be manifesting along the way if your being is poor you are going to be poor no matter wherever you go if your being is not confident you are going to live your life as a person who has no confidence that's what i'm telling you it doesn't matter where you go it doesn't matter how far you travel it doesn't matter whether you can you can change your name you can change your name from uh, some strange name to success and still be struggling because the change of name must be changed in your being that means the being b e i n g the being that you are because it is that being that you are that sets up the things that happens in your environment don't forget the truth how god wants it is for us to for in him we live because living in him structures our being to become just like him just like the scripture says now we are now being transfigured trans changed trans right we are now being trans completely transformed into the full image of christ don't forget he is within us we are him what we are talking about don't forget jesus on that month of transfiguration had to change a form that means his real form now appeared just as what is going on in this transforming glory that we have stepped into. This transforming glory is to really reveal to us, reveal to the world who we really are. Just like the real nature of Christ 
was manifested on that mountain for the disciples to see. That is what is remaining, friend. We are who we are. What is remaining is the manifestation. And it is in this transforming glory that we are transfigured to appear as we are. That means as Christ is physically. Praise God. Amen and amen. All right. I hope this helped this morning. I know it did. I'm going to stop here. And of course, I'll come back to you again tomorrow. You know what we do, beloved? Help us share the message as much as you can. And in case you are in the city of Abuja, this coming weekend, we have program in church and it is called Supernatural Help. And I've said this many times, no matter how good we are, what we know, right? How hard we work. Sometimes there are areas of life that don't just add up and we are not introducing man to man's help. We are inviting everybody for supernatural help. And the Holy Ghost, of course, is present to release that help wherever is needed. So in case you are in the city of Abuja, listening to me this weekend is going to be Friday, 5.30 in the evening, and then Saturday, 10 in the morning, and then Sunday. It's a three days program, our second program for the year. This is the half, the remaining half of the year. We got to get all the help that we need. So in case you're in the city of Abuja, this is my invitation to you. If you need more uh, information, please send me a WhatsApp message. Or if you're not in the city of Abuja, you know there's somebody in this city you know that should be part of what God is doing. Please send them a message, send them a number, let them call and we will direct them. Please don't forget that you have been served this morning. Go ahead and enjoy your day full of joy and the Holy Ghost. Amen and amen. Shalom.